Welcome to the Divine Rebel Podcast. I'm Pavitra Banavar, also known as the Clueless Psychic. I'm a spiritual guide, creative visionary, and holistic healer. If you're on your spiritual journey towards your personal freedom, then it's time to drop the shoulds and throw out the rule book so you can connect back to your own authentic truth. Join me for weekly conversations about practical spirituality and interviews with other spiritual practitioners and visionaries on how they're living their authentic truth. Get ready to unleash your inner divine rebel. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Divine Rebel podcast. I hope that you guys are all having a wonderful month of July so far. I hope that the energies have been feeling a little bit lighter for you guys. I know that I have been feeling a little bit lighter this month than I have been in the past few months. I hope that you're all feeling the same way. I know that collectively, obviously, we're still going through a lot day to day. It feels like there's so much constantly coming at us, stuff that we're all dealing with, but hopefully on a personal level, things are feeling a little bit lighter right now. But today's episode, I wanted to talk about intuition, which I know that I have talked about before on here. It's something that has been coming into my awareness a little bit over the past few days. As I mentioned in my last episode, we went into the gene keys, so I don't want to go into the explanation of what the gene keys is, but I have really been loving the gene keys lately, just diving into it, talking about it. Just, I find it to be, I don't, it is a system in terms of the fact that you can work with it, with the individual paths and your individual gene keys and all of that. But I find it to be a system that is just so open and free, which I always love. I know that obviously I came into this through human design, which I love human design as a system and learning about it and even just sitting with my own design talking to other people about their design and their experiences, all of that stuff. I love it. But I also find the human design, especially the online community, can sometimes feel a bit dogmatic to me. I feel like it can feel restricting at times with kind of the the way that people work with it or hired to almost fall in line with your thinking and stuff with human design sometimes, which doesn't always light me up. And so for me, Gene Keys has become this amazing system that I can just sit with individual keys, whether they are keys that are defined in my chart that I personally am like working with that energy or whether it's I just open the book up to a random page and just read about whatever is coming through that day. I feel like there's a lot more openness with how you can work with the system, which I really love. And something that I have been sitting with is like my own activation sequence, which is like the beginning part of like how you come into the gene keys would be through the activation sequence, which are also the four gates that make up your incarnation cross in your human design. So that would be if you're looking at your human design chart, like the top 
two gates on either side of the body graph make up your incarnation cross. So the conscious sun being the very first one on the top makes up 70% of your personality, who you are. And then you have your conscious earth, which is like the constant challenge that you're going through in achieving that sort of your conscious sun. And then you have like on the left side, you have your unconscious sun at the top which is your radiance, what keeps you healthy, how you can take care of yourself, and then the unconscious earth being like your life purpose, what you're here to achieve, that kind of stuff. So the gene keys goes off of that and its main activation sequence. Just sitting with those four gene keys, that can be the bulk of the work that you do if you are really diving into what what is the gene keys and each of the sequences and stuff like that. That can be like a huge part of the work. And so for me, my conscious son or my life's work as it's called in the gene keys is gate 57, which is the gate of intuition. And so it's a huge part of not only who I am, but I think a lot of us, obviously, every one of us has intuition and inner knowing. And so it's maybe something that you consciously are aware of and working with. And maybe it's something that you don't really think about, but it's there. And so it's really been interesting to look at it through the perspective of the gene keys, because so the shadow aspect of this gene key is unease. And the unease is really something that I can feel in my life a lot because obviously so many of us are in the shadow aspects of the gene keys as we move into the gift side of it if we're like working with it or if we're aware of these things but the shadow aspect is so much of where we've come from and I can feel the unease so much in my life at times when I know that I'm not following my intuition. I know that like I'm meant to go a certain way or there's something that like I need to do but I'm scared or like I'm not ready to do it and I can feel the unease and so with this it's so interesting because something that kind of was coming through for me is this idea because I was thinking about like the difference between intuition and gut instinct because we also talk about gut instinct but for me like the intuition because in terms of human design and where the where each of these things are located, gate 57 is located in the splenic center in human design. So that is your center for fear and how we deal with fear. And so having this defined, it's you're constantly trying to overcome these fears. So gate 57, the fear that's associated with it is the fear of the future. That idea of not knowing what is coming in the future and therefore you're scared to listen to your intuition because you're not sure what's coming, right? And so contrasting that and this is just my personal view on it is looking at like gut instinct for instance because I think sometimes those two can get confused or interchanged. I think people say intuition and gut instinct is the same thing. To me, I'm like, I can understand why they get interchanged, but I also look at gut instinct as your sacral, 
right, as coming from like your sacral center and as being something that's more in the body as opposed to intuition as being more this like inner knowing. So I look at gut instinct as maybe some maybe more generators or manifesting generators who have a defined sacral would kind of feel that gut instinct in their body of a way to move or what feels good to them because obviously the sake even if you don't have sacral authority even if you have emotional authority your sacral is always that underlying energy that's there for you and so I feel like it's more about how you're meant to respond so it feels more like a visceral sort of body reaction rather than intuition just being this inner knowing which we all have even if you don't have your spleen defined in human design in your graph it's still a part of you it's more that when it's like undefined meaning when it's white and not colored in that more you're amplifying other people's fears and so if you have someone who's defined that's around you has a defined spleen around you like you're going to be constantly amplifying their fears and like what they're going through and so it can sometimes feel like this isn't really mine so it's like more about checking in with yourself but again at the end of the day we all have intuition it's meant to be our guidance system and also this inner knowing of like when you get that intuitive hit or when something comes in that okay and this doesn't even have to be like intuitive hit in terms of like downloads or like ideas or anything like it can literally just be life as you're going through your day that is what the intuition is there for is just to like as this moment to moment like guidance system that's there it can be something so small as okay, let's not take that road. Let's take this other road because maybe your intuition or your guides or whatever know that, okay, something is going on over here. So take this. And it's in those moments where you can't always explain it. I think that is where that unease comes from in the shadow is this idea that you can't always explain it. I know like throughout my life, like I think that's been one of the main factors of feeling that unease is this like underlying sort of feeling of my intuition is telling me to do this thing or it's telling me to go this way which doesn't always seem like the smart choice or the the correct choice but I can't explain why I've I'm being led this way and so that causes a lot of that unease within you where you feel like okay I should be able to explain why because sometimes there really is no rational explanation for things like perfect example would be my move to San Diego I don't really have a rational sort of explanation as to why I was led here my intuition started to say okay it's time to make this move it's the first question people ask is why Like, why did you move there? Or why did you come here? Or even like job wise, right? Like the first thing they want to know is, oh, did you get a job there? It's we have to be able to explain things in this very like straightforward. This is why I'm making this decision sort of thing that as humans, it's we've been conditioned to do that, right? Like we've been conditioned to always have a reason to always have weighed out our pros and cons to always know why we're doing something. And it's not always that simple. And I think that that has really been one of the main things that my intuition has taught me, especially I think over the past few years of really consciously like working with it and sitting with it, knowing that it's like such a big part of who I am. 
is really learning to trust. And that is something that the Gene Keys book talks about when it comes to intuition is it's all about trust. And that's really at the core of your intuition, right? Because if you don't trust it, then you're always going to be looking for an explanation. You're always going to be in that unease state because you're always going to be questioning it and saying, okay, my intuition says this, but is that right? And again, there are big examples of this like intuitive like hits that come in where it's okay make the move or quit your job or leave the relationship there are those like big moments and then there are just like the little moments where this is like a stupid example but <laughs> like the other day I went out to Chipotle to get lunch and as I was like walking out I was like oh I should really grab a fork I feel like there's like there isn't one in the bag and I should grab a fork the moment passed and I just was like no it's fine I'm sure there's one in there and I just went on my way. And when I came home, there wasn't a fork in the bag. And it just, it's like in those little moments that you really start to see how you're like actually really being guided moment to moment, even when it's something so dumb, even when it's something that doesn't really affect you in the long run. It was not a big deal, right? That's like such a dumb example, but like it wasn't a big deal at all. But it just still was a moment where I could stop and look at wow, like that your intuition did speak to you in that moment and told you and I just explained it away or I just kept going and didn't even stop to really be like, oh, okay, is that something I need to look at? And I think that happens to a lot of us where we just will have these moments. And that's the big thing. Obviously, I am a splenic projector. And so my spleen, my gate 57, like it all guides me all the time, the intuition. And that's something that we talk about a lot is this idea of almost that like looking back in hindsight and saying, oh, I knew it or I, I told myself that I was wrong or that was going to happen. And it sounds ridiculous, but at the same time, it's so true. I think that anyone who is a splenic authority or even just your intuition doesn't even matter if you're a splenic authority I think just your intuition like there are always those moments in life where you can look back and say oh I just knew that was going to be like a thing or I just knew that was going to be a problem and I should have listened to that voice in my head like that kind of thing and so I find that so interesting that we all have this like internal guidance system that's constantly on and just knows and is like trying to help us, trying to protect us and all these things. And yet we just so easily can ignore it or just go through life being like, oh, I wish I knew what was coming or I wish I knew <laughs> like what I was supposed to do. And yet it's there. And I think that is where I have been finding like reading the Gene Keys book, which I cannot recommend more highly. Honestly, I feel like if there's one thing that you just want to pick up like every morning and just read a page, I feel like this book is incredible for that because there's always like some insight or something that he says that it's okay. That gives you a different perspective. But anyway, just feeling like you can just stop and listen to your intuition, but yet something that like I've been coming back to is this idea of trust, but also something that he talks about in the Gene Key 57 is the idea that 
the 57th gene key, which obviously is about intuition. So whether obviously whether you have it defined or undefined or in your chart is it doesn't really matter because intuition is intuition. But this idea that your intuition for yourself, it's like meant to be in service to you. And I think that that's something that for myself is something that I have really had to sit with and come to terms with is this idea that my intuition is not meant to be for like doing readings or used as this in my business. Yes, it's a part of my business because it's part of who I am. But even this idea, because I think a lot of us are, oh, I have this gift and now I need to go off and make money off of it and all these things. And it's really interesting to me because I look at this idea that it really is just for you. I think that even just reframing it for myself of the intuition is just always working for me and not for anyone else. Like even this idea that you're going to use it to help other people is like not right because that's not what the 57th gene key is for. But he does then contrast it to gene key seven, gate seven, which is about being the leader. And for that, the the shadow is, the shadow is division and the gift is guidance and the city being virtue, but even that gift of guidance. So he contrasts the 57th gene key with, with gene key seven, where he says the seventh gene key is for guidance. It is to help other people. That's like more about being the leader and all of the, that's like really so interesting to look at because I think in my mind, I look at this idea of, oh, I'm supposed to be so intuitive or my incarnation cross says that I'm supposed to deeply penetrate into the other and read their aura and have clear audience and all these things. And so I should then be using that as like a part of my business, which I do. But for me, and that's what like this whole thing has, as I've been like looking at it and thinking about it, it is this idea that I myself like am nervous or scared to use the word psychic to describe myself, even though that is what the 57th gate is about. It's about being the psychic. If you look at it in terms of what gifts and stuff, it's like clairaudience. Each of the, each of the gates in the spleen have a certain like sense that's associated with it. Like the 44th gate is the gate of like olfactory, like smelling. So it's, you can smell you can smell bullshit or you can smell whether somebody's like telling the truth or not. It's these kinds of things where it's like there are other gifts associated with it. But the 57th, if you like really look at it, it is like the gift of being a psychic, right? It's that intuitive knowing, being able to like deeply see into other people and all of those things. But yet, I think for me, it's about like not wanting to maybe own that word. So I do call myself an intuitive, but it's like in this reframing of your intuition is really for yourself, right? It's not really to guide other people or it's not to put that onto other people. It's really been an interesting sort of journey to look at and say, okay, why can't I own the term psychic when I describe myself, even though that is the work that I do, like I definitely will call in 
my guides and when I'm working with a client like I call in their guides and get messages and all of those things and but it is really interesting because I think that even just seeing that your intuition is meant for your for yourself um, I think can really help people to like not have to make it into this huge thing that's oh okay I have to use it in order to help other people it's because I know people who use it in like their professions in terms of in like therapy and things like that and and to not have to like worry about your intuition having to guide other people or to worry about knowing the future or anything like that that is the interesting thing because the 57th gene key is like the fear of the future so it's you're always worried about what's coming and that is like part of what keeps you in the unease like I talked about and really keeping it like in the moment can help you to not overthink your intuition because really it's okay something that feels good to you now or something that is like meant for you now may not even be the case like five minutes from now like I think that's where we maybe trip ourselves up because we think to ourselves okay if I make this decision then this is it this is like what I'm going to be doing but yet that can change so easily based on what new information your body is taking in, circumstances you're in, all of those things, it can always change. And so I think just looking at intuition in this way that doesn't have to be this like huge thing that is, I'm trying to find the right words because I just, I feel like we tend to like overthink intuition, myself included. Like I said, I think the trust piece is like so huge. And I think that's what a lot of us miss is that idea that if you're not trusting it then really there's no like you're not going to listen to it and so I hope that this has flowed I hope that I'm making sense and because I think just even like sitting with like intuition in general and it's such a big topic and to me because of it being like such an innate part of who I am that I have never really thought too much about am I using it how am I using it how does it show up all of those things I know certain things about myself and my gifts right like I said I know I'm clairaudient even like the psychic thing like I've had like dreams in the past that have come true like all those things right like I've had all of these experiences that may or may not even be associated with my intuition per se like it could just be like obviously you get signs and messages and all those things like from your guides and your higher self and ancestors like all of these things so it doesn't necessarily even have to come from your intuition but I think it's even just like trust in that moment of like when I've had those experiences in the past um of like dreams this used to happen like back when I was like in college and stuff where I've had like dreams that came true and at the time like I was just like wow that's crazy but I didn't think too much of it I didn't try to label it I didn't do anything I just was like oh that was really like crazy and I can't believe that that happened or whatever but I think that it is really interesting that to look at intuition and how it shows up for different people like you may everybody like has different gifts right like my clairaudience could be someone else's claircognizance or clairsentience all of those things and it is I really think that if you sit down and really think about okay how does your intuition show up for you and really build that trust in it I feel like that can 
make such a big difference in our lives, especially with there being so much out there that we're constantly taking in. I think that just really learning to trust ourselves and our inner knowing can be uh, can make a world of difference. So I hope, like I said, I hope that this made sense. I hope that I wasn't just rambling at you guys, but I just thought this was so interesting just sitting with the gene keys and how much has been coming through where it's, I just, I could sit here and talk to you about each of these gene keys forever, but I would love to hear kind of your experiences with intuition. Obviously, I call myself the clueless psychic, so you guys know that my intuition, even though it's there, is not always... like something that I even realize is there. So that name was like, it came through because of this idea that it's your intuition's always there, but I don't always listen. So I really am the clueless psychic. But I would love to hear about your experiences with your intuition, if you guys have worked with it to strengthen it, anything like that, I would love to have conversations about it. But on that note, I am going to leave you guys here. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will be back next week with a divinely seen interview that I am so excited to put out there. I've been waiting so long, it feels like, to release this episode and this conversation and I will catch you all on a future episode. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. If you're interested in learning more about my work, please go check out my blog where I dive deeper into these topics. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at flowinshakti. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.